0: My mom read to me when I was a kid right. for sure till you were
1: high school 17 <laughs> Welcome everyone and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 191 is entitled Childhood Essentials Part 3. As a child, did you get what it takes to fully function as an adult? This week at the table, we will continue to go over the assets any child needs to be set up to succeed as an adult. So pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, and while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and we would love for you to give us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about?
2: Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or so minutes of the podcast, and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it. Like it is. Lunchtime, Lunchtime in,
1: in Rome. Rome!
3: I like it. We shared some energy there.
1: So Chris, you were saying um, yeah. right off the mic here that you um, like a good nap.
3: Oh man. Okay, so here's my quick story about arriving tonight. And I'm so glad I didn't... We're starting a little late tonight. And it's, it's not totally on me, so that's great. I just feel mm. like we... I was afraid it was going to be like I was ruining everybody's night.
2: You never ruin our night. Oh, you just pretty, make it late nice. sometimes. Yeah, I do that.
3: I do that. Well, so I had one of those days where um, late, which is a newer thing for me, but I had PT mm. uh, at 4.30 today after school. And so let me back up even before that. I've also had a day that back, is the same. Back in 1976. <laughs> I was born. Ooh, Titusville. No. Um, never heard of it. Past couple weeks at school... My air has been broken, and you, you could think, well, it's February. Why do you need air conditioning? There, there are no windows in my room. I have mm-hmm. like an internal mm-hmm. room. I have no external walls, no no outside windows. Got to have some airflow in this room. When my air breaks, it just gets stuffy no matter what time of year it is. So I'm moving around teaching music. So I just – I get sweaty. I get warmed up. The whole room, like it's just it's a stuffy atmosphere so that has been happening every day of the past couple of weeks today we'll we'll add physical therapy onto it right mm-hmm. so i go through an hour of physical therapy which i think i even mentioned last week on on the podcast is has transitioned from oh let's just loosen mm-hmm. that rotator cuff and the muscles up right. to actually like we're exerting some much
1: more aggressive yes
3: stuff. yeah it's it's more in the line of like lifting weights or at least doing you know some resistance training and that sort of thing so mm-hmm. that there's an hour of that yeah right so I'm tired. I go home. <coughs> I was my night to cook dinner, quick dinner um, of spaghetti with seafood from Aldi. You ever get their frozen seafood mix? I have not. Love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not, you know, like, you know, it's frozen. At the beach. Right, it's not Woolies. It's not fresh. But it's, you know, a nice little mix of scallops and calamari and shrimp and clams. Great with, with some spaghetti. So I throw that together eat dinner and i'm like man i am so whipped yeah like if i can just like lay in bed and zone out for like eh, I, had, I had about 40 minutes was mm-hmm. about reasonable amount of time before i needed to get up and get ready and get here more than 40 minutes later i get that have that moment of peaceful waking up like mm. wow i feel so rested this is great <laughs> glance at the clock and i'm like oh right like i don't know if i missed i probably just slept through my alarm because i was exhausted at the end of the day whatever i can't come here without cleaning myself up i have the stuffy sauna classroom pt workout and seafood breath and I'm like, I cannot just race. <laughs> and I cannot just race out the door. So, um, long story short, I took like the quickest half shower of my life, brushed my teeth, ran out the door, and here I am, ready to do this amazing episode with you guys. And I'm so glad I didn't ruin the night. And that's my story. Well, it's good to have you here, buddy. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Um, I have a little bit of a grind my gears. Uh, you know what grinds my gears? Kind of moment this week, it's
1: from the Family Guy.
0: Uh, right. <clears throat> so we had our our gas lines in our neighborhood all replaced. Mm. Um, so they've been they've been digging up our neighborhood. It's been a few
2: weeks. The interior of my car is well aware of that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It is muddy out there. I've driven um, in nicer streets in Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I was on Forbes Avenue today, and it's, wow, it's unbelievable. Anyway, um, but and it's a whole process. So, like, the first crew comes in, they dig up the the big stuff, and then they um, lay down, like, the big pipes that are on the street. Mm. And then another crew comes in, and then they put your lines in from the street to your house. And the gas company comes in and actually attaches that pipe to your 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 meter on the outside you know your housing well when they do that on that day they have to shut your gas off Mm. okay and then when they hook it up they have to turn your appliances back on they have to like light the pilot light Mm -hmm. in your stove Uh, or your your furnace or your water heater and um
3: well now, let me just, real yeah. quick, because insurance questions are always very exciting. Um Is that... <laughs> why, <laughs> why... I mean,
0: that's a thrill to me.
3: I mean, I'm why sitting on the edge you, of my seat. Why like, do they the have to ends. do it? Like, is that a thing? They're like, no, no they we need don't. to take... I thought maybe it was liability or they something.
0: They don't need to do it, but... Like, as
3: far as by do it, I mean relight the things in your house. Right, right, okay. right. Yeah,
0: They don't need to do it, but... Um. Some people just might not know how to. Okay. So they know? offer that. Right. And I figured, you know, I was actually coming home with Maggie at the time. The guy is like walking up to my house and he said, hey, I'm about to turn your gas on. Do you need, you know, do you need me to turn on your appliances? And I was like, yes. Like, I I didn't want to have to do it. I was scrambling with Maggie. I was literally coming home and getting her out of the car. Yeah. Um, so... a few few days go by and i'm like man this water is like uh, like you know how you you have the spot on the shower you just turn it to the spot you you know it's going to be right with within where you like it you know the temperature wise it was like i couldn't handle how hot it was it was scalding hot Mm -hmm. and i asked amy yes
1: new gas line
0: no (laughs) i i asked amy i was like have you noticed the change in the in the temperature of the water? And she's like, "Yes, it's extremely hot." I said, "You know what? I bet you any money that the guy that turned on our uh, the gas in the water heater turned it up all the way." Yeah, just yeah. like cranked it just up, cranked it up all the way. And sure enough, it was. And it kind of pissed me off yeah. a little bit because one, on the label, it says warning. Yeah, it, yeah, it can it can yeah. scald you. You know. And he knew when he was here that we have a young kid. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, yeah, listen, we, what, we do, sa-
1: what do gas people know anyways? No, well, but, but I, I guarantee no.
0: you they tell them to... T- this is my tinfoil hat. You put <laughs> it on. They tell them to turn it up because it'll... We'll have to owe more money because we're going to burn more gas, and it really does. That I remember can't be. Our, our friend Drew he said a good way to save money is to turn down the heat on your water heater yeah. so that to a temperature where you're comfortable with, you, and you you will notice a difference in 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 your in your gas bill. And I guarantee that's why they turn it up. That and They'll crazy never say it. They'll right. never. It's one of those unwritten rules that like they will say like, oh no, we never tell anybody to do that. But secretly, like, everybody's like, yeah, just pump it up. You mm-hmm. know, I guarantee it. I, it's, I guarantee See, It's, speaking it's not written down anywhere in any rule book, but I guarantee you it's what they do.
3: Just Spe- saying. Speaking of insurance, though, it sounds like such a liability to do that. And but, I, we, we sound like a bunch of middle-aged homeowners, which we are, like, complaining about this stuff. But, man, oh, man, like... But I could have done it myself, Chris. Every Anybody they have adjusting that... Mm-hmm should know. I mean you're right, they should know. Well, here's the kicker. I asked my neighbor. Okay. I said,
0: "Did they turn your hot water heater temperature all the way up?"
3: Yep. I had to Maybe turn it's it. It's just this one dude who is like so Dude. I Okay, you're right. I'm not joining you where you are, so I apologize. <laughs> I just it's hard to believe. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, how it could they not, be doing this?" It's
0: not hard to believe at all. Money talks, man. <laughs> Money talks. Chris, what would the alternative be?
3: The alternative would be that this guy does not know what he's doing and should not be the one walking door to door saying, hey, I'm from the gas company. You want me to go adjust your, your appliances? I think he, he not, knows exactly what he's doing. He known. did not seem like the guy for the job.
1: I think he knows exactly what he's doing. It, but it's any, it. Anybody out there in big gas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 we got any insiders out there that confirm this? Anybody sitting at the table Ooh. work for peoples? That's uh, a good.
2: Dominion? Peoples. Oh, it's peoples. peoples. I'll call them out. Just paid the bill.
0: And end. if you're not listening
3: live, still like email us or whatever. We'll we'll, we'll touch back did on it this. It used on to be a...
1: Peoples and now it's Dominion. Here? Wasn't it e- yeah. ETQ? I don't know. Because we've what, only what was, been in the house. What, what was the clock that was on the... Uh, that's DEI. Like going down... Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh. Uh, I thought DSG. it was Dominion Peoples Gas. ESG.
2: No, that's the electric supplier.
1: No, that's equity, <laughs> social... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'm I, saying I, I, maybe, maybe I'm they'll sell to you it, a
2: uh, a monitor that can remotely control the water temperature.
1: Mm.
2: They have those in
0: Denver. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Not doing that.
3: That'd be cool, except that you have to like trust them to install it now. If you were to get and it, a monitor, well, like, do you know the story? If, what about if that same guy comes and says, "Listen, I can solve that problem." For no, you. but do you know the story All about you have the, to do?
0: the thermostat? The, the 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 thermostat. What's it called? The uh, Nest. I, I, it's, it's something like a Nest if it's not a Nest. It's something like a Nest thermostat where you sign up for this program. They give you money. They give you money or they, they keep your bill at, the, at, a low, at a lower rate, but they can control whether you turn your heat up or down. An in emergency, Only in emergencies. Only in
1: emergencies. They did that in Denver. Yeah. I reading oh, yeah. about that over yeah. in California. You have to yeah.
2: opt into it, yeah. but they sell you on like, oh, this will save you money.
1: But okay. then you, then they have control over your utility. Uh, so yep. in the
2: summer when it's really hot, they're like, okay, you can only put it down to like 75. Oh,
1: that sounds so in good. So when the gas guy turns on. my
2: water heater up all the way,
0: eh, it doesn't really sound like it's a big conspiracy, does it? <laughs> <laughs> it's an emergency. You need hot water. Oh, my gosh. The only thing that I could think of... Giving him the benefit of the doubt is you got to go full blast to make sure the line's working. No, you got to go full blast to get the water the the tank back up to a decent temperature quickly. That's he the should still only have warned thing. you. He yep.
3: should absolutely should yep. have warned you.
2: Yep. There we are. Well, I think now's probably a good time. Speaking, of, we're talking about lawsuits. We should talk about the big lawsuit.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, which one? Which? Yeah. Which one? We got East Palestine. No, got,
3: oh, no, so not right. that. Okay. Something far yeah. more
2: important than that. Ah. Oh.
3: It's got to be disc golf.
2: Why, Prodigy suing Gannon Burr?
3: Good. <gasps> good. Whoa, oh, <laughs> it just
2: got real hot in here. Yeah. Why? Well, last week he said, yep, I'm I'm leaving Prodigy. I have a year left on my contract, but I'm opting out. And Gannon Burr's the young
1: kid, yeah, right? Yeah, 17. Uh-huh.
2: And then on Sunday of the All-Stars event, it broke that uh, Prodigy was suing him for breach of contract. Mm. And everybody's like, well, the day we finally knew would come has finally come that... Disc golf has become a real pro sport because you have <laughs> right. court injunctions, and yeah. you know he's saying they didn't fulfill their con- his contract, and they put a cease and desist order, and they're looking for punitive damages, and the whole disc golf world's all up in arms that it's a lose lose for Gateway, or not Gateway, but for Prodigy. And mm. quite- wait, so Chris, do you hate Gannon? No, he loves Prodigy.
3: I do, and I uh, like okay. Gannon Burr, and I yeah. liked he-, he was he had become in his young, you know, his what seventeen, like. One oh, of their top headliners. Yeah, like he oh,
2: was, he's top five. I mean, he won the last major of the year. He's yeah, one of the top so, five players last year.
3: And this is just, I, I don't come down too hard on like pro athletes, whatever. Like, I know it's all there's, the business side of it is is can get icky and detailed and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But in my heart, I'm like, dude, you had a contract, like just just finish it. And I know you can like. Be, you know, buy out of your contract or have your new right. sponsor no, buy new you negotiation, out.
0: Negotiations that can happen. Right. But there's you, other things. But if he mm-hmm. apparently but aren't if you
2: against big corporations?
3: I'm against, yeah. So, like, for example, I would not want Prodigy simply controlling everything Gannon Burke could do. Like, I would feel like. Gannon Burr should have an option to say, you know what, I want to back out, but then there should also be consequences. Like, as far as his reason for
2: opting out, you didn't even ask about it.
3: Ooh, that's what I want to know. That's where I'm getting.
2: Nobody else cares, though, so we can talk about it later. Oh. What? He said, number one, the quality of the discs. You know, that is God, amazing. He, he asked them that the stamps were, <laughs> doesn't matter. Number two, he had a $500 bonus check that they didn't give to him. Number three, that he was supposed to get two signature series line and discs coming out. So he out.
3: feels like they're out of contract. That's the whole point. Okay. They're in breach, so he breach. can
2: leave the contract. Okay. And they countered with, no, there's nothing in the contract that says any. So there was like handshake agreements and uh, verbal agreements. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. That icky. wasn't written uh, down. Yeah. And so nobody really knows because all we've heard is he was leaving and then you see what they filed in the lawsuit. Aww. Wouldn't a but, verbal uh,
0: agreement hold up in court if there was a witness, though? Sure. Okay. I
1: don't know. i A serious question. I but tonight
2: no. I'm also going to air grievance. What James yeah.
1: O'Keefe getting let go from oh, Project Veritas.
2: Matthew Termamond. I don't know that. Oh, he's the guy behind it. Mm, I don't know that. That's huge. Because mm. I liked him. He was the one reporting in Brazil oh. about what was going on down there. But anyhow, no, that's not what we're talking about. And that I don't really feel that bad for him because you're telling me he can't raise the money and yeah, to do it again. Right. He's going to be okay. He'll be fine. Um, no, th- the long winter is over. Tonight is... The first night of the first uh, Jomez practice round. Oh. Ah, mm. Jomez is back. i done watching, th- you know, random disc golf events from <laughs> yeah. somewhere else and, you know, backed up, uh, mic'd up skins games from last season. Mm-hmm. Fresh new disc Ooh. golf.
0: Is there a new, but is there a new beyond
2: disc golf? Is there episode there's only, three? Yeah, there's already episode three. Okay, so I have to watch where he was making minis and stuff like that. Okay, I gotta watch that one. So,
3: what does that? What is this event? If Joe Mez is covering it, is it the
2: first
3: first event of the Pro Tour?
2: Well, (laughs) technically, (laughs) the twenty twenty three season started last November with two Silver Series events, but this is the first. Actual calendar
3: 2023
2: uh, major did, elite series event. Didn't cool. they do Vegas last year to
1: start it off, too?
2: Yeah, that's yeah. what they do every year.
3: Yeah. I'm excited cool. to watch.
2: Yeah. Were you caught up from last year? See all the stuff?
3: I like to start fresh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyhow, so, you know, uh, that's, those are just two fun little tidbits. And, uh, you know, life's upside down, uh, dumpster fire, dumpster fire, people in hospital, people in prison. <laughs> um, uh, awkward conversation after awkward conversation. Drama, drama.
3: Hey, listen, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. You went into so much detail about the disc golf. <laughs> <laughs> And now I don't know how to
0: be
2: with you in
3: your. Well, he would rather talk fire. about he'd right. rather talk about disc golf right now than <laughs> all the other stuff. That's legit. So, hey, well, yeah. I don't.
2: I, I'm not breaking any confidentiality with Gannon sure. Burr. I <laughs> right. don't know the people <laughs> who run Prodigy. <laughs> right. I have nothing to do with the Las Vegas Classic. <laughs> I am a patron Patreon sponsor for Jomez, So there is that. Everything else, too many details, and uh, the table's already uh, burdened too much by my uh, ramblings.
3: That's I. But I do feel for all the the fact that it is too much. Because you, you can handle a lot. Oh, yeah. but
2: Well, I got one today. Somebody had, I wrote a letter of recommendation for a volleyball player. And Todd got back to me because he had to deliver it. And he was like, Well, so and so said she's failing such and such a class. Well, Bella had had that professor, or that teacher before. Mm. And he's known as being a great teacher, except he's not mm-hmm. anymore. And I was like, Oh, that triggers so much anger from last year. And I really care about this player. Nah, nothing i can do with that right now <laughs> like i'm all full i can't mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. i didn't go to war for my daughter i'm not going to war for somebody else yeah but it was like oh, yeah, i remember that bothered me a lot last year <laughs> <laughs> but did have a great visit uh to allegheny with bella and that was fun yeah. and exciting and I, I liked it a lot so we'll see
3: you know where that is crawford county
2: you know what else is in crawford county i do <laughs> yeah oil city, oil city.
3: <laughs> <laughs> actually no That's Venango. (laughs) Check your records. (laughs) Well, that is
2: egg on my face.
3: (laughs) What's Brian's update?
1: Uh, Busy. A lot going on. Um, Having work done at the house. Uh, A couple different contractors there doing some different things. At the same time? Well, the pointing guy and the guy that's inside. um, We're getting sliding glass door um, off the balcony. What? Cheap? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um, an exterior door down for in the basement, not cheap either. $1,700 for an exterior door. Oh, to install it and everything? No. To buy
3: it. To oh buy my, the door. Is this because ah. and that's the it's cheapest a custom one I could find. size? No. No. Um, well,
1: it, tell us the, exactly we, how to get
3: through this door. We, <laughs>
1: Um, and it's one that we're not going to use a lot because it's the side door in the basement, which we don't use much. But the one we have there, it's it was custom built and the door. Like, you could tap on it and probably open it. It's not secure. It never has been. It, it It's just leaks air. So it's always been something I've wanted to do is just, just for security reasons. Sure. What's your address? Um, <laughs> plus your gas bill. Right. Yeah. With the leaky air. Mm-hmm. Right. And... <laughs> So, I got to check my pilot light now. <laughs> um. I got
2: a guy.
3: <laughs> Where? Wait, I don't. He won no, don't. Down, down Eric guy. Street.
1: Yeah, he's not even with the gas company. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he's <laughs> an
1: anti-environmentalist. He's
2: trying to waste natural resources. Just
1: some guy. I'll have to invite him over. So, we've got a lot of that going on. Um, he's got a how dare you shirt on. <laughs> how dare you. All the stuff that I've been working on really is kind of coming to a head at this point. Um, and it's no, I'm excited about it because what I'm excited about is the vision becoming reality. I was thinking about it today, you know, all of, all of the, so much time, the hiccups and the, you know, not being able to meet where you thought you're going to be able to meet on certain things. It's, it's fine. It stinks in the moment, but you know, life's full of conflict and you got to be able to navigate through it. And that's what I'm doing. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, I'm going to be in New York next week um, with Kono, and so there's a lot going on. So I won't be here next week, by the way. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going like on. You're I'm, gone, gone, all, gone, gone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Monday, uh, so stop by um, Sparrows. Sparrows, okay. like, uh, <laughs> a nice <favorite laughs> New York slice. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other thing I'm doing, I'm tr- planning on doing this Saturday, is digging the, tr- the other trench up at the pool. You rent a machine, right? I am renting a machine, but that means I also have to rent a trailer and a trailer hitch because that machine is very heavy and it needs to go in a trailer. So, um, do I
2: need kind of a ditch
1: dug? Do you need a ditch dug or do you need a trailer for the day? Neither. Dead coming. Yeah, too bad. Um, Can we do something with that at the disc golf course? I Dig don't a know ravine. If- you're more than welcome to use it to do it. I probably rupture the gas line. <laughs> <was very> <laughs> yeah, and I'm proud of myself because I did call eight one one. Look oh, at you. Yeah. That's good. They right. like spray. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't been up there, but they gave me between because um, I called Monday. They gave me between Monday and Friday that all the utilities are coming out, and then then they gave it on me to March seventh to actually dig it because after that, I guess all the you know all the official things that they do go null and void, so I have to dig it before the seventh. So somebody secretly laying lines in, your, in yeah. your yard, yeah, in between
2: now and whatever. You well, do. they sprayed when they sprayed at our house, like it rained really hard for like a day and a half. It was all gone. Mm. I was like, well, that was. I hope they remember where it was.
1: <laughs> but then I got to get it done anyways because the guy, the pool guy, that's going to come and actually plumb everything. Um, it, it, you know, once once you reach the middle of March end of march he's already gone like oh, he's yeah. already you know yeah, yeah every it's it's his busy she season. start pool company no all right um so yeah that, just a lot of a lot of activity ethan had ethan performed yep. down at heinz hall this past weekend for three days oh, uh, two yeah. days and that two awesome. nights in a day yeah friday night saturday night and then sunday afternoon it was just it was an amazing show the music of john williams you know it's did nice star building. wars beautiful building <laughs> And to see him up there, I mean, even though I couldn't hear him or anything. Um, him specifically. You him specifically, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, that symphony's amazing. Um, it was just, it was so surreal to see him on Heinz, in Heinz Hall yeah, it's so cool. performing to over 2,000 people.
3: Is it, um, are we supposed to, is it now Akersher Hall?
1: <laughs> no, it's still it's, okay. <laughs> okay. I the, wasn't sure. Those, those naming things. rights have not been bought. No.
2: That's funny. Chris bringing jokes. You give him a little nap. I feel a little peppy. And he is well-equipped to be entertaining in the podcast, just as we hope that all of the children are well-equipped to become adjusted adults as they enter uh, their life. And we've been going over, in episodes one and two of this series, uh, 40 assets that children need before they're 12 to be well-adjusted adults in our world. And we went over, like we said, 1 through 20, which were external assets, I believe, is how they're defined as such. And then starting tonight, we're going over the internal assets. And what we want to do is look at it and just sort of be conversational around the table and say, hey, did you get that? Have you been able to give that to your kids? And have you been able to get that, give that to somebody else's kids? And in general, are kids today getting it? Mm-hmm. is the way I would put it. The first one is achievement motivation. Child is encouraged to remain curious and demonstrates an interest in doing well at school.
3: And this first set is all, there's mm. five of them that are all this um, commitment to learning subcategory.
2: Mm-mm-mm. It's funny because it isn't commitment to education.
1: Yeah,
3: just it's
2: not, not
1: commitment like, to lifelong, school. Like, lifelong learning. It's a commitment to mm-hmm. education yeah. to learning.
0: Th- that's something... Although the, sorry, the... Um, the, but the first line has school in it. The first one. It does. That is true. And doing well at school.
3: So does the second.
2: <laughs> so does the third, fourth.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. All five.
2: <laughs> nope. Three and five down. I'm the. Uh, uh,
3: but the third one's called homework. No,
1: 20, 20, Twenty-five <laughs> does. Oh, outside of school, but it still has uh, at school. No, no, no. But
2: still, has school. In it.
0: <laughs>
3: All right. Well, this let's use school as an 191 <laughs> <laughs> entitled
2: "Shut Up, Jay" and no,
3: everything else. No, no we we'll no, use school no. as an umbrella term for lifelong learning.
2: I prefer learning. Well, and I might
0: <laughs> even add like a little edit to this. <laughs> oh, okay. So, be- because of 21, I'll read 21. I just read. 21. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, yeah, well, well, I mean, like, let me read the first part of it. Um, Child is encouraged to remain curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I got that one. You did? Yeah, yeah like to mm-hmm. be curious about stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, like tinker with things and, you know, that kind of thing. But then. Well, that's a great question. And demonstrates an interest in doing well at school. Nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I was ever encouraged to be curious. I mean, again, I'm the youngest of five, you know, it's kind of like stay busy, kid, or don't. Like, I don't know. I mean, but I was given the opportunity to play the drums and. Yeah, and like scouts. Right, we did scouts. We did Pinewood Derby. I remember my dad, like, we did Pinewood Derby
0: together and how things work. And
2: I like that it says remain curious. Yeah. You're assuming. Were they initially curious?
1: Right, (laughs) right. Because are some people just not born curious? I don't know. Like, I feel like as humans, we're meant to be curious, but I'm curious, like, always. That's just who I am. I had a a teacher um, in art school. And I mean, it's, it's a well-known phrase or saying, but he, he said, the whole world is my teacher. And that always stuck out to me because it, it helped me to realize, yeah, there's even if I'm not in school, there are things to learn anywhere in any situation. You know, the world is filled with lessons. And so that was one of those things. And foolish to think it only happens in school. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we turn our losses into lessons. Rise above your raisin. I don't know. Oh, Let's just start. it is. Let's
2: just start. It's classic Rachel talk right there.
1: <laughs> but no, and, and that's something that we've encouraged um, both of our kids to... Like, I, I just repeated that to them. The whole world is your teacher and always be on the lookout and always not even just be reactively looking for what you can learn, but... I agree
2: wholeheartedly. And like, I've taught my kids long before they could comprehend it, and I'm not sure they do yet. And it was always... You know, learn to learn not to get a grade. Mm-hmm. Don't right. learn just to get a grade. Because right. then you've right. wasted time. Right. Like, it's just like know, memorizing a test answer. Right.
0: And then you forget it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and, it's, and I mean, I figured it out my sophomore year of college how to do that to learn for the sake of learning. Do I understand the topic? Do mm-hmm. I understand what they're trying to do? Whether or not I get it right on the test or not is relevant. Right. You know, and so that, that would be good for that. Mm. 22.
0: Learning engagement. Child. Child is enthused about learning and enjoys going to school. I can't even say it with a straight face. Like
2: I, yeah, that was not me. I mean, what do you say? You're supposed to have 27 of these to be well adjusted.
1: That's what. We yeah, that's the mentioned.
2: number. Yeah. I. I mean, how many kids you know enthused about
1: learning? Enthused. I mean, Abby, a little bit. Yeah. For a while. Well, I, I... I still see Ethan. Yeah,
3: yeah. Actually, I would... And th- my my kids split this one down the middle. Oh, sure. Like, Ben,
1: mm-hmm.
3: super enthused about... I mean, and, and obviously, it, it depends on probably on the subject area, right? <laughs> Ben's
0: excited to teach Maggie math. Right? <laughs> he is all
3: in. Like, he does math for fun and is just enthused about those kind of things. And he's been enthused about... You know, other like drama and, and mm-hmm. music and, and you know other things he's been involved in. Lily, not so much. She's enthused about her own things. Like mm-hmm. she has her own little like like her pastimes and her and her leisure activities, but school not nah, so much. I wouldn't say enthused. Well and
0: to be fair, we had mentioned this in the previous episodes, like this the the subtext at the top of this is ages five Up to 12. nine. Right.
2: Uh, nine to yeah. But she I wasn't
0: w- excited then either. <laughs> yeah, like I not so much. Yeah, I feel like I was never an academic. You know, like I always wanted to go the vocational hands-on apprenticeship route. Right. Cuz that's what I that's the way I like to learn. That's the way I, that's the way
2: I learned and that's the way I got good at stuff. So, I was never really enthused about school. 23 homework with appropriate parental support child completes assigned homework. As
1: if that even exists anymore. I Lex and Ethan do it all the time. Like he, he always comes to her with math. Really? And like I was thinking, like if Lex wasn't around, I'm sorry, kid. I'm not going to be able to help you with math. Still though, right? They did it last night. They said since to, COVID, Bella and Joe never
2: had a piece of homework in the house.
1: Yeah. No. He, whatever math he's in right now, I don't even know what math he's right. in. But yeah, they they do it on a regular basis.
2: Crazy. I, I mean, most I That's don't awesome. know if anybody doing homework anymore. Yeah. I know lots of kids who don't turn assignments in. Again, that's high school level. But, um, I mean, I was just for parental support. I mean, I completed assigned homework because I was deathly afraid of not getting mm-hmm. the good grade. Like, I right, yeah. don't not turn homework
3: in. Speaking of elementary kids, since that's what this is. And your expertise. no, No. Well, I was going to ask you guys a question, actually. Any of your kids, like, just fight doing homework?
2: Hmm. No. For us... You know, we we were pretty good as parents to do the whole, soon as you get home, do your homework. Sit okay. down, do your homework. Yeah. I mean, even Trey, <laughs> you know, having him do his homework in kindergarten and whatever else, you know, you talk about, what am I going to need to know this? You know? There, <laughs> like, there was never, like,
3: a... pushback. back, sure, yeah, but, okay, but okay. my
2: point is they just knew it. Like, we were firm on that right. from jump. Mm-hmm. So it always got done.
3: Because that's another, and I'm putting Lily, I'm throwing her under the bus tonight, but, like, that was another, like, struggle, even in elementary school, like, getting her to, like sit yeah. down and focus and have it like not be a battle that made our evenings yeah way less sure. enjoyable you know yeah. that sort of thing
1: yeah yeah ethan ethan had a lot of trouble um he procrastinated a lot with math and english for a while um but over the past year like he's really matured a lot and he understands our standard to you can do all the things you want to do as long as you keep everything in balance, you know, and, and having those grades, that's, that's the first, like you can do the musical, you can do all these other things, but you got to keep your grades up in order to do them. And, you know, he's taken all of that and put it together. And, but yeah, there was a time where he, he fought that.
2: I, I think in our world today, 23 is huge because, I know a lot of teachers and there's not a lot of parental support and there's a lot of kids not doing
1: Mm -hmm.
2: assigned work. I won't even say homework,
1: right. You know,
2: and it's just like, what are you going to do? You know? And then the, the administration comes down on the teachers. Yeah. Well, did you, did you, you know, have you had communication with the parents? Yeah. I've emailed them. I've called them. They don't return my phone calls. They Mm -hmm. don't
3: whatever. Mm -hmm. So it is rampant. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Bonding to school. Child is encouraged to have a f- and feels a sense of belonging at school.
3: Mm. I I know now. I know this is probably bringing it in more as a as a like from a parental standpoint as far as encouraged to, but I will say it from a teacher's standpoint from a school atmosphere. I know our school is big on on that. Like we want kids to know that it's a safe place. It's a, a welcoming place. They they have a place at our school. Um, I guess I can't speak for.
2: My kids felt it. My kids yeah. experienced it. I think, you know, Penn Hills does a good job of it. I agree.
1: Yeah. Which let's talk about that for a second because Penn Hills always gets such a bad rep, you know, and uh, I, I really, I, I really feel with what you're saying, Jay, that they do a great job of um, like, again, Ethan went to a wrestling match. He went to support his friend um, in her swim mat, swim meet. You know, and there there are a ton of opportunities within Pan Hills. There's a there's a um, some kind of a breakfast tomorrow that um, Lex and Eth- or Lex and Abby and and I are going to. Um, it's like I don't know an award thing, but like it is it mm. is nice to have those things. Um, And and to to be able to take advantage of them, because that does create that sense of, you know, community belonging within that school.
2: Yeah, I think any school, especially schools like McKeesport, Penn Hills, that do struggle uh, socioeconomically, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. You know, when the when the when those that struggles needs and their voice gets louder than the main the kids who want to achieve—that's mm-hmm. when you get into trouble, right. you know. But I think they—they've—they fought that off pretty hard. Yeah. Um, there's only so much you can do. In certain circumstances, some kids just have so many, you know, so few of these, right? They, right. They—they they ain't even thinking about. They ain't even thinking about twenty-four, right? But I think for the most part in our world today, we still value kids enough to push them and, and make them feel like it, it, they matter in elementary school and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. You know? Would you guys say since we're looking at that, like, what kids? Basically, you know, what they come to school with, how much is on their plate that they can even feel a a bonding developing at school. Would you say that um, the ones that we've been going over in the the past couple episodes in this series, the external assets, are those leading up to these internal assets? Like, do you – are we – should we be reading it that way or is –
2: No, they're all independent. Okay. All right. But what I would say is it's interesting as we look at this to think of the emotional needs that are present in each of these, you know, at least in the first four that we've talked about tonight, you know, there's a big sense of belonging, support, support, security, you encouragement. Know, encouragement, encouragement. I mean, it's, it's all of the emotional needs getting wrapped into this. Mm-hmm. Um, minus maybe, I mean, affection to some degree, you know, you're, you're being, uh, welcomed and whatnot. So I I think it's, it's always good to look at the building blocks for what matters to a kid's development. Mm-hmm. Uh, reading for pleasure. Child listens to, isn't that interesting? Listens to and or reads books outside of school daily.
1: And so, we're, not, we're not talking about the book of TikTok or the book of uh, Instagram <laughs> or whatever, right? We're talking about books. Yeah.
0: I was never big on reading. My, my mom read to me when I was a kid, right. for sure so you're high school 17 <laughs> no i and i couldn't remember where where it got cut off um but amy's big on reading the to to maggie yeah um and so am i so
1: yeah um i read like crazy my kids read like crazy um that's that's a great thing for us
2: my kids read like crazy I don't think they read like crazy now yeah like bella can read a book in like a day and a half it's nothing to her but right. she doesn't do it that much right. but th- again for the formative years that we're talking about i don't know i feel like that's like a, that's like a baseline for a parent go, like go, if you're go. not encouraging right. your kids to read right what are you doing you know right. if you're not reading to your kids and you're right. not encouraging your kids to read i think any parent does that
3: uh, but i don't know i disagree I I I mean I agree.
0: I was going to say knowing from Chris's stories of like kids showing up in kindergarten Mm -hmm. and they don't know their ABCs yet, right? Yeah, like it's.
2: I get that it doesn't happen.
0: But I'm saying any parent that's trying. But I mean, like, well, but still, like, it's like, yeah, and I get what you're saying, Jay. But it's still astonishing. Like, it's still alarming to me that like there's kids that like they weren't even sat in front of Sesame Street. (laughs) Like that kid has never seen Sesame Street.
2: Right, because you, you know, vicariously will at least know at
1: least know ABC one two three. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know what I mean. Like that's crazy to me. Well, and I think especially now in this yep. age we live in, like I was saying, TikTok, like it's so easy for a parent just to shove a device into a two-year-old's hands. You know, where at, at any other point in history, you're spending actual time with them and probably doing some or kind
2: throwing of re- books at them. You may not be reading to them, but you're like here. Like I remember going on family vacations. Once again, that goes back to some of the external things that we had that kind of time. We had a box of comic books that only came out for vacation.
3: Mm-hmm. That's a good because idea. because otherwise
2: you get bored with them. And so like you'd be so excited. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they were specific vacation because what'd you do in the car? Yeah, Nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. You had to read. Now eh, you're on your well, phone. It's,
0: yeah, it's so funny you say. That. Well, even with things like like everything is on demand now um you know adam carolla talks about like when he was a kid back in you know 70s you know he had to wait till christmas to watch the grinch oh yeah you know and
2: you knew when it was on because and he you didn't and the he, TV couldn't he couldn't record it either You
0: nope. like it when it was on charlie you had Brown to christmas. be there to watch it yep. yep and it and it just made it that much more <laughs> exciting
2: yep you know now we can watch whatever we want whenever we want
0: mm-hmm.
2: 10 versions of it yeah hmm so, moving on from commitment to
1: learning to positive values. Caring. Parents help child grow in empathy, understanding, and helping
3: others.
2: Ooh. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm.
3: I had that a lot as a kid, I will say. Uh, yeah, I had that My a lot My parents too. were big on... on how you know how you treat others, and, and how, you know how did you how do you think that made so and so feel, and that yeah. sort of thing.
0: Something st- like to this day, my dad. We went to a baseball game when I was like young, um, like in this age group, and um, <clears throat> I remember there was people around us that were that were booing the other team, and mm. my dad said, "We don't boo the other team." Right. What did your dad say? We don't, we don't boo the other the team. Other team. Yeah. Um but that stuck with me because because you know, he told me that, you know, like because they're trying hard and like, you know, you wouldn't want to be booed at or, you know, and, yeah. and that yeah, like so that was kind of instilled in me from from a young age. Yeah. Is it yeah.
3: happening that, now? And that's a beautiful, like <clears throat> a great like specific moment about okay, we don't boo the other team at sporting events. But it also has positive repercussions to here, You know, that sort of resonates in your child brain of, what well, that's not how we treat people. Right. You know, yeah. and that... It's very tangible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <coughs> what is that happening now? Do you have empathy for Brian, dry. who's choking to death just on my nothing? My
1: throat just went completely dry. And Eric,
2: hold on. Let's go backwards one. Can yeah. you uh, yeah. talk about our boy Patton? Uh,
0: yeah. Patton's at the table tonight. Thank you for joining us here, buddy. Hey, um, Patton. The only one who encouraged me... To read when I was in elementary school was a tutor I had named Mister Barry. My first ever book was a Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I've heard that's a Diary good of a Wimpy
2: Kid was great. My, I
3: ben loved all those books.
0: No, those were good. Uh, the good little movies. He, he <laughs> I saw, I
3: saw one or two of them. He, he continued sure. to say
0: by the time I finished it, the movie came out, and I had no idea it was being made. And he bought me and my dad tickets to go see Aww. it. As a reward for finishing my first book,
2: that's, that's awesome. Hey,
0: let's give it up, Mr. Mr. Barry. Is, Mr. Barry, oh, right there. It. Big Man, fan of Mr. Barry.
1: That's solid. And that's solid right there. That'd be one of those things you were talking about. Like, do you, when's the last time you called up one of your teachers? You Patton, you need to reach out to Mr. Yeah. Barry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Out of the out of the blue. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna clip this for you. You
1: can. Send and then it you to send him. it to Mr. Barry. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Thanks, Mr. Barry.
0: I'm gonna
1: clip it. Good job.
0: That's awesome that is awesome
1: it's great, thanks for sharing that man so i think it's I think it's happening today i mean ah. as much as before no yeah. because as a I think as a um, a society we're devolving you know we this is why we 're here. we talk about how you know numb people are going or how distracted people are unintentional people are, and so I think you know maybe in a bygone era, people had that more of a um, understanding, but I sense. think it's but I think I, I do think it still happens.
2: Well, of course, it still happens, yeah. But
1: we've just become so apathetic, I think not as much. Oh, I 100% agree. Been to the student drop
2: off at the elementary school? I mean, what are we modeling?
1: Before yes, this? Like, does anybody else matter? <laughs> <sighs> no, not there. Not even the teachers standing in the middle of the traffic, not even the kids walking across.
2: Nobody's safe.
3: Nope, wow, nope. that's pretty. You're brutal. not looking
2: out for anybody else there, you're not seeking understanding, you're not helping anybody
3: it's so easy. We talk about like how it's so easy to not be empathetic on social media. Um, in our cars, some I guess even in a, in a line at school, but like in our cars is another time where it's like so easy. We're behind glass oh, and that behind little, the that wheel. Little pod,
1: and we think we're invincible in yes. that little pod. We <laughs> That's think- been
2: one of my greatest, I think, emotional. Uh, developments I've had in the last 10 years Is like not getting angry in the car mm-hmm. Like I notice everything and Rachel even gets a little bit odd I'm like oh look at this guy, look at this guy's coming up here She's like you don't have to commentate on
1: Everybody <laughs> else on the road <laughs> But I don't get angry, you yeah. know like
2: somebody Even cuts me off, I'm like oh Look at that, you know, yeah. because otherwise You go nuts
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very much decreased in me And uh, you know some of it was Driving all those years of Tyler but part of it is Wow this world is nuts And you Tyler? Time on water when i delivered water but like the reality that you know one bad interaction can just create like you just never know a real bad day yeah so (laughs) a real bad day i've calmed down a bit Uh, equality and social justice which is
2: interesting because that is certainly some buzzwords in
1: our world today but then read what it says parents encourage child to be concerned about rules and being fair to everyone
2: it's not what i immediately thought of no,
0: I but well, and it's one of those things where I think the term has been so co-opted,
1: bastardized, magnified. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. What are we looking at? Which, which? What word? Social justice. Emphasize. Like it's a word that's uh, tossed around so oh, much sure, now. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, no, but, <clears throat> but I mean, in a general term. Yeah, everyone about deserves rules and be fair to justice. Everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah.
2: I think that's. Uh, I'm going to almost contradict myself because I don't think the 20, you know, the last one is happening empathy, understanding and helping, but I do think, you know, the fairness is still kind of thrown out there, you know, and I have to put my coaching experiences aside because that's high school. But on the one hand, our kids learning, Hey, you matter and everybody else does it.
3: Yeah. I almost get the feeling and it's funny, you know, we all have our own experiences, obviously, but like when we were reading the last one about caring, I was of the impression like oh, but I see that all the time in school. Like I think that's happening. Um, and this one, I'm like, eh, I don't know <laughs> because I, I, I don't know that these 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 things, these snippets of of things I observe or hear. There's a lot of, and maybe look, maybe that's it's just easy for an elementary kid What's to be focused on themselves, right? Like they're like, what you, about their parents? Right. Well, that's what I'm. That's I don't know. So I don't want to blame the parents because the kid is self centered. But like, there is a lot of, well, well, me. I I didn't get this, or I sh- should have. You know, I don't. You know, I don't have a great example. But like, there is a lot of me talk.
2: What is it fair to say that in our world today, there is great value and emphasis putting on um, the topic of justice and. equity? equality and equity externally the demand for others to be more equitable the demand for others to treat other people with you know justice and that but the absence of it internally
1: Mm.
2: in other words you know everybody else needs to be more equitable Uh, what about you well no my kid matters
0: well we (laughs) kind of talked about this we're not going to talk about it right now but we talked about this um before the show with your experience at the college tour Oh, wow, sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was a little silly. (laughs) Right. But but, that's what I'm saying, is that that it's a hot topic issue, and we value it, but we don't look in the mirror. Right, right. We,
1: collectively, hypocrisy. Very much, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Integrity. Parents help child develop her or his own sense of right and wrong behavior.
3: That sounds like your dad in the booing, too, again, Eric. Like, that's... Mm -hmm. That's a great example of integrity.
1: I think this is also less so than it used to be because, again, I think that parents will give that device and say, whatever this device tells you. (laughs) This is the new right and wrong. Right. And and I mean, or even
2: they don't say that,
1: but, but they're going to they learn let from you spend it. Spend
2: five times. That's that. what I, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like right. they're not going to necessarily functionally saying that. Specifically say that, but that's what they're doing. <laughs> can you imagine,
2: Mom? Um, I was thinking of cheating on my test. Uh, well, honey, what does TikTok say?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask chat GBT. But
2: see, I'll tell you what I don't. I don't. This is maybe telling of where our world is today, because when I read it. It says, parents help child develop her or his own sense of right and wrong. And I read it as in... Your own truth. Yep. They get to <laughs> determine what is right and what is wrong, mm-hmm. not their own, their own sense of, of that which is clearly oh, right or right, or what yeah. is right and wrong. Right, right, right.
1: right. And that's also I think it's true. much
2: more the first one.
1: Uh, yeah. That,
2: you know, the kids are told to <clears throat> believe in your truth. Find your
1: truth. And that there yep. is no
2: objective truth. That is, I think, a very dangerous thing in our world today. Because if, and it's, and it's slippery in regards to emotional needs and whatnot, because if I say, Hey, Brian, when you said that, it really made me feel scared and took away from my sense of security and you go, well, that wasn't my intention. Mm-hmm. Well, is it my truth that I felt that, you know, mm-hmm. it gets so weird, but right. it's like, if if I'm, unless I'm being manipulative, well, no, that's, that's honestly how I felt, mm-hmm. It's not my truth; it's my feeling. But mm-hmm. people say, "Well, that's my truth," because it gives it more validity. Right? You know. Right. So I don't know; it gets very slippery. Yeah, it does.
3: I'm gonna say that in this study, though, they're intending it. Just the word integrity.
2: Oh, it's right and wrong. It's not your right. Right. And wrong. It's no, not it's, your right. No, and no, wrong. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's a telling sign of our world today that I right. read it. Yeah. As their right. own <laughs> sense of right and wrong. Right. Honesty, parents encourage a child's development in recognizing and
1: telling the truth. That kind of ties into what we were just talking about. If, yeah, what truth? If, if we live in a society that truth is not objective, then anybody can say anything they want, and it's that truth. But I, I, In general. I, right. But, I mean, I, I, I think that there's the a general sense of pushing a kid towards things that are right, you know. In, like parents are going to say, don't murder, you know, like, Hey, don't go out, don't go out and kill somebody. What did Um, they do to you though? (laughs) It's your truth. If you want to do it Hmm.
2: now, I think honesty, whether it's, I think that's still a value in our society
1: today. And it certainly is a crucial building block. Yeah. Well, and again, I think, I think schools, even if the parents aren't intentionally, you know pushing the kid to that at home there still is that element in school where don't you know let's not cheat on our tests let's you know not take from somebody else don't don't use chat gpt to write a paper for you yeah or an apology yes on a campus
3: sure. and like so many of these i mean and it doesn't say it in this sentence about honesty it just says you know encouraging the child's development to recognize and tell the truth but a big reason for that like these others is that it affects other other people around you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, I think that that from from my school perspective has become a much bigger focus over the years of of rather than, you know, the rule is we tell the truth. It's more of you know, here's here's why it's important to tell the truth. You know, like here's here's how it affects your teacher. And your classmates, if you are fibbing about something or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's more of a, there's more of like a help the child understand the situation. And Mm -hmm. this is why the truth is important as opposed to just being like a rule that, you know, we don't, and it doesn't have to just be honesty; It could be any, any rule, but Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's all.
2: I wonder where this fits in. And so I will say it and we will talk about it. With our children, if there was ever a discrepancy, if a teacher said this or a coach said that, Ah. like, or another kid said that our Joe or Bella said or did this, like, the last thing we would do is believe our own children. Like, we were like, you had to prove for us that Mm. you were telling the truth. Like, you know, I have so many parents who are like, you know, my son would mm-hmm. never. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they did. Like five times. Yeah. Like, it's sort of like the last person you believe is your own child. Now, does that like teach integrity or is that like, do you know what I mean? Like, and, mm-hmm. and once it, and once they did prove their thing, we're going to go to bat for you, hundred, right. You know, all the way. All right. the way. But it's like, look, the truth matters enough. We're not going to believe you until you prove us the truth. Right. Because right. it, I think maybe I'm <clears> selling it right. But I mean, this happened. With the last drama involving Joe, where Rachel, you know, was, I had to talk her off a ledge from Mm -hmm. stabbing somebody. (laughs) We sat in the living room and Rachel said, look, look me in the eye and tell me when I haven't known any, you know, is this woman to have any reason to say this about you? And I was like, well, that's a good point. I mean, I didn't (laughs) even think about that, you know, because I thought I had it under you know control. So we still do it. Uh But yeah. So is that, is that enforcing integrity? Is that showing the value
1: of it? Or is that just not believing in your child? (laughs) Maybe both. I, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's a good testing, you know, and sometimes in life you have to test things and people even when you want to go all in and believe them, you know, and you need third party verification and really to collect a case in order to accentuate that trust and belief in that person.
3: Well, let's be honest, pun intended, like. Did
1: the- you really intend it? That was well played if it, it was. was well played. Hey, guys, that was
3: I appreciate that. Um, we're all and especially kids but I, we're all like programmed to kind of avoid getting in trouble for things. I'm oh, sure you round off the truth. Right? So like I think it's 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 a healthy thing for you to realize that your kid even though you love them, you trust them, you still need to interrogate a little bit dig dig a little deeper if you want to get the whole truth in a certain situation especially one like like we're talking about like with a teacher or a coach where it's like okay the adult says one thing and the kid is saying another like we need to before we just say well that's a bad that that adult I'm going to give him a piece of my right. mind like we need to I th- dig
0: go ahead well i wanted i want to keep this conversation going but I was reading ahead to number thirty. Responsibility, I believe, plays a lot into this. Does parents encourage child to accept and take responsibility for her or his actions at school and at home? Right. It's a good transition to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, but well, it's, it's I, it goes it goes hand in hand right. though. Like it's teaching your kid to be honest and like you know say like yeah I did something wrong or whatever or you know be truthful and about the truth of like if it was the teacher or you know you know you know what I mean because right. like I mean what because when I grow up. Like, gosh, it was always the teacher The teacher was right. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. I could have been right, and the teacher was right, right, you know?
2: Yeah, the teacher smacked me across the face. What did you say? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Whereas, you know, the teacher made me turn my homework in, and I've been stressed out. Like, that's literally a conversation that happens in school now, that you're putting too much on my kid, and you're giving them anxiety. Mm -hmm. You know, where back in the day, it was, I'm going to get beat at Mm -hmm. school by a teacher if I mouth off. That caused me anxiety, and I didn't do anything wrong. And then you know, I would get beat for, at home. Right. <laughs> but I want to go back to my point, and now as, as it applies to both honesty and responsibility, I wonder if, as a parent, it's really born out of Rachel and my emotional needs, because she has a very high need for security. So. She wants to know what is the truth before she goes into any battle. Mm-hmm. Sure, She doesn't want to yeah. go in with flimsy truth. So because she values security so much, yeah. she's going to doubt her own kid to get down to the real root of what happened. Mm. You know, That's interesting. You know, for me, it's more a matter of respect. And I don't want to look like an idiot. Right. I'm not going to right. go out there and, and back you and yeah. then be made to look like a fool.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so whereas... You know, for other parents who will you know, okay, so what is a parent who just blindly believes their kids? You know, maybe it's a sense of belonging that I want that my kid to love me no matter what. Right. I want to look like a good parent no right. matter what. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ooh,
3: that's a good you, point. You know, how
2: it's manifesting yeah. differently in each individual parent. Man, there's a lot there. There's a
3: lot in everything. And there's a lot you know, we say it's easy to care for someone else the way that, you know, you, you would so if you have a high need for respect, it's easy to Stand.
2: Conversely, yeah, the same person. Yeah. Whereas I have a high need for respect, I don't want to look like a fool. They may have a high need for respect, and so you're going to respect my son, and I'm going to believe him no matter what.
3: Oh, that's a good point. That's not what I was going to say, but that no. is good. Yeah, yeah no, I that's that good. Was brilliant that you brought that up. Well, thank you. No, but I, it's brilliant that you brought it up. Um, no, I, mine was that um, the parent like yourself with a high need for respect might also turn that around to the teacher or the coach, whoever we're talking about, and say, Well, how do we show them respect? You know, respect. Like you need to re- Saying to your kid, Well, you need oh, to you respect gonna, the authority you think figure. You teach
2: respect since you value it so I much. wonder,
3: I just wonder if like you're sort of reflecting that in the way that you are you might, approaching I guess. a situation.
2: I don't think so initially, but the more I think about it, maybe. I think they'd be more reactive to how dare that coach. Okay. You know, Disrespect our family by saying that you did this. Hmm. But I could be wrong.
3: Interesting. Yeah. Oh, there's only one left for tonight. Number 31, self-regulation. Parents encourage child's growth in regulating his or her own emotions and behaviors and in understanding the importance of healthy habits and choices. That's thick.
1: Yeah. I think the check-ins are very important. Um, and I don't know how often they happen. Um, but they're very important to be able to, um, see where that kid's heart is. You know, like I always say, I, I, for the people I love and, you know, care about, I, I, I try to go after people's hearts. You know, where are you at? What's going on? How can I help you bring a balance to, to, to what's going on? Um, so I don't know how often people do that by and large though and where else would that happen i mean is that happening in schools is that happening in friend groups um Hmm. regulating
2: his or her his or her own emotions i don't feel like
0: that's the first part anybody gets that like i you know just thinking about i i didn't get it when i was growing up and i was thinking the same thing about me yeah
2: and I don't think... Shut up or I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. <laughs> That's not really regulating an emotion.
3: Right. Because right.
2: yep. like, if you're going to regulate
0: emotion, then you have to know about emotional needs. Right. And how many people know about emotional needs.
3: Now, I won't say my parents weren't empathetic, but sure. right. I don't think there was an emphasis on how do you handle your emotions. Right. Right. And I think like Amy and I for example I think we've done a lot better than the previous generation at that and maybe a lot of parents do now I don't know but there's definitely been an emphasis on like okay if you're you know you're angry how do you, how do you deal with that like how do we
2: Right. Well here they're interchanging if we want to go back a few podcasts feelings with emotions. I was just
0: thinking about that. Yeah, but I said. Uh, yeah, you did. Yes.
2: Because if you're not aware of your emotions, mm-hmm. you'll be manipulated by your feelings. And right, I think yeah. we were all taught to regulate our feelings. Mm-hmm. Don't go, don't be all angry. Don't be sad. You know, that kind of Is that of stuff. being
3: taught how to regulate them, though? No, it's is being that, told to. Right. Like, but I mean, yeah. in essence,
2: it's being taught to. Like, you can't spaz out in class, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Well, right. You can't throw a temper tantrum every time your teacher tells you you're wrong. Well, even today, I won't say which grandparent. It was,
0: but, you know, they'll say, oh, Maggie, don't cry. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, there's another right. She can cry. Yeah. Like, you know, and Amy and, where Amy and I are good about, like, oh, no, let her cry. Yeah. That See, that's let a great have, example. Let her of what, sit in that feeling, that yeah, emotion.
3: Right. You know? Like, live it out for a minute. Yeah. Like you Don't
0: know, avoid it and shove it under right. the rug. Cry you know?
3: for a minute. Let's mm-hmm. talk about why you were sad. Let's talk about how you could, you know, do such and such next time to whatever.
2: Yeah, I think we're all in agreement that that's not happening a lot. Yeah. Uh, but the second part well hang on cuz i do want to i i do want to emphasize
0: on that like cuz this is like kind of like the the 101 emotional need where you know grandparent says oh don't cry and we say no cry live in that emotion and then join them in saying man was, your toe must feel awful for stubbing it on the dining room wall That's i'm so the worst sorry things ever. right mm. so like and then like Maggie can
1: live in that feeling and like oh they do care and, she, and right in, oh, yeah. in that yeah. in that she finds safety right you know she finds validation <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know and, and by not by not doing that properly don't cry okay well I'm just going to repress what else am I going to repress in my life right what else am I right. going to shove down you know and not tell
0: you
2: no but, that's the yeah you're yeah. right and that's the building block of, of what you said of what we're doing yeah <clears throat> the second part is the more. Uh, Tamano say, uh, we can debate more about it. You know, are they, encouraging, uh, are they encouraging child's growth in regulating behaviors and understanding the importance of healthy habits and choices? I mean, Brian's already on the board, and we're all in agreement. You know, throwing a screen in front of a kid is not encouraging mm-hmm. good habits.
1: Throwing a screen. Like a phone.
2: A tablet. So oh, yeah watch. yeah. watch yeah, this. Watch gotcha. and uh, busy, like all, all of a
1: sudden, I'm seeing a screen door. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, you know how, you how much doors cost? On your brain? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you how much it cost. We price them out, too. I got one of them screen doors in my garage right now. I'll throw it in front of my kid. <laughs> um,
2: and if you had the habit of putting a hammer to a nail, you could have that thing installed for free. So, healthy habits? Let's talk about eating. No.
3: Right. Oh, right. yeah.
2: Right. yeah. Nope. Exercise.
1: Not no, really. I mean, nope. nope. Moderating your media intake. Intake. No. Nope. Nar. Obsessing over television and shows. Uh-huh.
2: Gosh, what are worse? Relationships. <laughs> you know, like relationships. No.
1: <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah. <sighs> and oh, that's the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't see
2: it. I just don't. I yeah. mean, okay, do I see it every once in a while? Like Kim Clemens sat here at the table with us a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. woke her kids out of a dead sleep unplanned, and they went hiking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, she's doing it.
0: Yeah. Don't hear many people doing that. Not many. Yeah. No. Not many. That one guy on Twitter that we talk about. Tyler. Yeah. He's doing it. He's doing it.
2: I don't see a lot of other people doing it. No. 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 Yeah.
3: Healthy habits and choices. Yeah, that's that's tough.
2: There's a big opportunity to improve there, world. Yeah,
0: Amen. and that's what it should be. It should be an opportunity. We can do better.
2: We can do better.
0: Do speaking better. of Aww, do better, throw back.
3: Oh, we're not really speaking of it.
0: No, but you could do this ending do better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that is how we're going to end episode 191. Please make sure, if you can, give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. dot com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. As always, thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in
0: Rome. See you next week, except for you, Brian. (laughs) Bye for
1: two weeks. Bye. I've driven in nicer streets in Baghdad. (laughs) (laughs) I have not.
3: Now, let me just real quick, just because insurance questions are always very exciting.
0: Tinfoil hat. You put it on. (laughs) They tell them to turn
3: it up.
1: Anybody out there in big gas...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no. That's Venango. (laughs) Check your records.
1: Tyler Mountain Water, when I delivered water.